One thing they never tell us about owning our own business is that the work never stops. And I am a recovering workaholic, so I completely understand how hard it is to achieve a good work-life integration. That's why today's topic is one that is near and dear to my heart. By the end of this episode, you're going to understand how planning and using a digital calendar can help you achieve a better work-life integration, what that is, and how you can achieve your goals without having to be working all the time. Welcome to the Mind Your Time podcast with Shannon Baker. I'm your coffee-loving host and the founder of The Mighty Society. As a business strategist, I work with purpose-driven women looking to achieve personal and financial success, but they're struggling with organization and time management. Together, we're going to tackle those challenges head on so you can regain control of your business and your time. We're going to explore the strategies and tools you need to make your business more efficient so you can achieve sustainable growth while creating a more fulfilling business and personal life while achieving personal satisfaction and improving your overall well-being. Being busy is not a badge of honor, so get ready to be more intentional with your time and create success on your own terms. So grab your favorite beverage and let's dive into today's topic. Did you know that if you just spent five minutes planning your day in advance, you are 50% more likely to accomplish your goals? That sounds crazy, right? But it is true. By taking time to think through your priorities every day and organizing your tasks, you are better equipped to stay focused and accomplish what you set out to do. Think of planning like being your GPS in life. By setting clear goals and mapping out the steps that you need to take to achieve them in advance, chances are you are much more likely to make progress and you don't waste time and energy having to reroute because you had a plan in advance. And even if you have to take a detour because something came up, you can easily get back on track because you had a plan. My point is, you need the plan and you need a planner. So the question that I get all the time is, paper planner or digital planner, which one is best? Well, I can't answer that question for you, but I will tell you that I personally use both. So you have to do what works for you. But today I'm going to focus on the benefits of using a digital calendar and how it can help you achieve a better work-life integration. Now, let me explain why I say work-life integration and not work-life balance. Work-life integration is the process of creating a synergy between your work and your personal life. It gives you flexibility so that you can get your work done and still have time for yourself and your family. In the long term, it allows you to live your legacy, which is what we want. Work-life balance, in my opinion, is a myth and we need to stop trying to achieve it. No one can equally prioritize work and family because there are moments when one has to take priority over the other. Here's an example. If you're a mom, like the majority of my listeners are, then you know that your kids can go to bed feeling fine. And in the middle of the night, they can develop a fever that requires them to stay at home the next day or even longer 
until whatever they've picked up runs its course. And you just pray that you don't get what they have because let's be honest, kid germs are deadly. And if you don't have any kids, this scenario just applies to you because honestly, the results are going to be the same. The bottom line is when this happens, you have to shift your priorities to focus on their health and your health. Whatever made them sick doesn't care that you had two coffee chat schedule, you had a client call schedule, and that you were going to record a podcast or two that day. So how can you balance it out? Well, you can't. But what you can do is shift your schedule so that you can take care of yourself and your family and still get some things accomplished in the office. And I say that in air quotes. So maybe you can keep the client call because it's in the afternoon and you can make sure that the sick kid is occupied at that time or even asleep. But maybe you decide that you need to reschedule the coffee chats and record the podcast episodes another day. But whatever you decide to do, my point is you had to change your schedule because home life is the priority. Now, there are a ton of different scenarios that play into having to make shifts in your schedule. And you need to make sure that you're prepared for emergencies that may require you to step away from the business for an extended period of time. Now, I'm not going to go into that today, but you can go back and listen to the episode that I did on the topic of business risk management. I talk about the potential risks that you need to prepare for now, and then I walk you through the process of creating an emergency preparedness plan. And I also talk about implementing a backup system so that you can take action now and secure the future of your business. Now, back to today's topic. Let's start by talking about the fact that digital calendars can actually help you be more productive and efficient. They are much easier to update and edit than a paper planner. When something changes in your schedule, if you're using a digital calendar, you can quickly and easily make adjustments. Plus, digital calendars have useful features like reminders and notifications that can help you stay on track and help you avoid missing important deadlines and calls. Now, let's talk about how you can make this work for you. Well, as I mentioned, I use both a paper and a digital planner. My paper planner helps me visually map out my goals and priorities, but my digital calendar, which I use Google Calendar, it keeps me on track with reminders and notifications. It also helps keep my entire family from double booking or overbooking ourselves. The truth is, I don't always have my paper planner with me. So when we're out and about and we're invited to something, I can quickly just open up my Google Calendar and see what obligations we already made and then make a decision. One thing I've noticed is that too many business owners have little to no control over their schedules because they're winging it. So if that's you, then I have to tell you that is why you're always feeling so overwhelmed. You're putting too much on your plate and you're not properly evaluating things before you commit. And I need you to stop doing that. So the first thing you've got to do is to put some boundaries up around your schedule. An easy way to do this is to start time blocking your schedule, which I talked about in detail in last week's episode. When I share the productivity tips to help you create a more intentional lifestyle, I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes so that you can go back and listen to it if you haven't done so already. 
But in a nutshell, time blocking forces you to limit the number of tasks that you work on and determine how long it will take for you to complete it. And you need to put it on your schedule and get it done. And since your priorities are constantly changing, this method will help you keep up with things so that they don't fall through the cracks. Now, a great tool that's going to help you put boundaries around your work schedule is an online scheduler because it allows you to maximize the windows of time that you have available and you determine those in advance so that you can get things done and you're not distracted by unscheduled phone calls that either break your concentration, reduce your efficiency, and your productivity. Now, if you want to hear more about how an online scheduler can help you manage your time, as well as the benefits that you can experience by using one, then make sure you go back and listen to the episode that I did on this topic in March. I'm also going to put a link to that in the show notes. Now, the great thing about an online schedule, like Acuity, which is what I use, is that it syncs with your digital calendar. So if you develop the habit of keeping your digital calendar up to date, which I strongly recommend, then your online scheduler will not allow calls to be booked on top of something that's already on your calendar. That two-way sync blocks that time off that you're unavailable. So at this point, I really hope that you're ready to get on board with a digital calendar. Now, for those of you who aren't quite ready to give up that paper planner, I still need you to implement these tips. As I mentioned, I have a hybrid method that includes a paper and a digital calendar. But I'm finding that as each year passes, I use my digital calendar more than anything else. So always remember, create a process that works for you, but please make sure you include the digital calendar no matter what. Now I'm going to give you a quick rundown of my process for planning my month and my weeks. My morning routine and my work schedule is blocked off in advance on my digital calendar because that doesn't really change. And when I say work schedule, I'm referring to the schedule for my day job. Now, I also check my family calendar, which is integrated all in one place, and see if there are any upcoming events or appointments for myself, my family, or even my parents that are going to require me to adjust my schedule that week. Then I look over my schedule to see what client calls I have, coffee checks, etc., so that I can make sure I'm prepared for those calls. And then overall, based on all of that coming together and whatever 90-day goal I'm working on, I pick three to five priorities for the week and I plan out the tasks that I'm going to get done. One thing I want to stress is the importance of prioritization. Focus on one priority at a time and stick with that until you can check it off. You should assign no more than five tasks to each day so that you don't feel overwhelmed. Now, you may be wondering, well, how do I know how to pick my priorities? Well, it should be based on your 90-day goal and the action plan that you've created. Now, if you need to pick a goal and create that plan, then I have a resource that you need. Now, it's exclusively inside of the Mighty Society membership, but it can help you pick your goal create this plan and get more organized. Those time blocking tips that I've shared, you can use those tips with those worksheets. Because once you identify your personal commitments and the non-negotiables and then get those on your digital calendar, it's going to help you plan out your weeks. 
Now, here's another tip that I say over and over again. You have to identify the time of day when you're most creative and productive. Basically, what's your best time of the day? If it's the morning, you need to maximize that. If it's the evening, then you need to use that as well. In a nutshell, whenever that time of day is for you, you need to use that for creative things like content creation, you know, anything that really requires your brain to be firing on all levels. And then the times that you're less creative, that's when you use for things like checking your email, responding to messages and administrative tasks that you usually put off. Now, two other common challenges that I see among entrepreneurs when it comes to using a digital calendar is procrastination and analysis paralysis. So let's talk about how we can get past these two roadblocks. Well, to overcome procrastination, you need to set realistic deadlines for yourself. Once you do that, you need to break large tasks into smaller, more manageable ones. One approach that may be beneficial as you start time blocking is to use what's called the Pomodoro technique. This involves working on a task for a set period of time. So I suggest you start by setting this timer for like 15 to 20 minutes. Start working on the task. When the timer goes off, stop, take a break for five minutes, and then you just rinse and repeat. When you start to get used to doing this, you can then increase the time periods, but do not skip the breaks in between. And you need to increase those too. This basically trains you to stay focused and motivated and it breaks the cycle of procrastination. Now, when it comes to analysis paralysis, you need to give yourself a deadline, make a decision and stick to it. To do this, you probably need an accountability buddy. So I suggest you either get with a biz bestie and ask them to be that accountability buddy for you or you can find one inside of the Mighty Society membership community. Now, when it comes to that decision-making process, I want you to simplify it by breaking your choices down into smaller groups or options. Remember, not making a decision can be just as detrimental as making the wrong one. So don't be afraid to take action and move forward. Like here's a perfect example. One area I find many entrepreneurs are scared of is money. So let's say you decide you want to create a money management system so that you know how things are going in your business. So the first thing you need to do is brainstorm all of the possible options like hiring an accountant, using accounting software, or just keeping track of it all yourself. So you're going to write out all of the tasks that are related to managing your finances. Then you try to group the tasks together based on similarities, such as whether or not you need professional help to do it or if it's something that you can do yourself. Then evaluate the options based on things like time, money, and the potential outcome. After you consider all your options, then you can make a decision as to whether or not you want to manage your finances yourself. And by the way, there are some resources inside of the Mighty Society that can help you with that. But in the end, you can decide that maybe you want to DIY it, and that's great. But when it comes to things like tax prep or things outside of your expertise, you want to outsource those to an accountant. But you can't come to that decision without breaking things down. So these smaller groups 
help you to identify what you need to create a system for so that it works for you and your business. Now, in addition to the strategies that I've already shared, make sure you take advantage of the features and functions of your digital calendar, like, again, reminders for important events, calls, or deadlines. You can also color code your calendar to make it easy for you to identify the types of appointments on your calendar. Now, my husband says that my calendar looks like a bag of Skittles, but I'm okay with that because I can look at my calendar at a glance and tell what type of appointment is on my calendar by the color, and I don't even know, have to know all the details. But again, you have to figure out what works for you. Now, if everything that I've talked about today is new to you because you're used to flying by the seat of your pants, then I need you to make a commitment to yourself to your family, and to your business to try this for 90 days. Now, I know it's not going to be easy to change your habits, but it's essential if you want to achieve your goals. So here are some tips that are going to help you stay on track. First, I want you to celebrate small wins along the way. Acknowledge your progress and the milestones that you accomplish. Recognize the work as you put it in. Celebrating small wins can help you stay motivated and committed to this process. Second, you need to keep a positive mindset and focus on the benefits of planning. Remind yourself of the goals that you want to achieve and how planning can help you get there. This positive outlook can help you stay motivated and committed to this planning process. And third, set reminders to keep you on track and committed. So use that digital calendar and set reminders for your planning sessions or even creating your to-do list. This can help you stay organized and focused so that you can achieve your goals. Fourth, find an accountability partner. Having someone to hold you accountable can help you stay motivated and committed to the process. So find a biz bestie. Keep each other on track. But again, if you need one, you can find one inside of the Mighty Society membership community. That way we can support you and help you as you try to stick to this new process. Finally, regularly review your planning process and make adjustments as needed. Keep an open mind and be willing to try new approaches to help you stay motivated and committed to your planning process. But don't be afraid to make changes if something is not working. It's going to change constantly, so get comfortable with that. So now let's recap what we talked about today. Using a digital calendar can improve your chances of achieving your goals in a timely manner and is vital if you want to create better work-life integration. Setting priorities is the key to managing your time effectively, and time blocking can help you limit the tasks that you work on and maximize the available time in your schedule. An online schedule can also help you maximize that time and prevent you from being distracted by unscheduled phone calls. Using both a paper planner and a digital calendar can help you visually map out your goals and stay on track with reminders and notifications. And don't forget to make adjustments in your planning process so that you can stay motivated and committed. Now, I know I've thrown a lot at you in this episode, so I want you to pick one tip that you're going to use first. Here's an easy one. Sit down and make sure that your digital calendar for May is up to date. Be sure that it shows all personal appointments and events, 
and do the same for your business. Once that's done, think about setting up an online scheduler and connect it to your digital calendar. And if you know you're ready to set one up, but you would like some step-by-step guidance, I walk you through this process of setting up an account in Acuity inside of the Mighty Society membership. I actually created this membership to be a resource center for busy women like you who need bite-sized videos to help them learn how to use their tech tools, roadmaps, templates, workflows, and more. And you get limited access to me so that you can create a business that runs like a well-oiled machine. You're going to find those goal-setting worksheets inside that I talked about and some other resources to help you create your systems. But with those worksheets, not only will you be able to set realistic goals, but those pages inside for weekly planning will allow you to use those time-blocking tips that I share. And I would love to see you inside. So I have a special offer for you to get you started. You can join for $30 a month for the first three months. Then it returns to the founding member's rate of $47 per month for the lifetime of your membership. Now, if you want to take advantage of this offer, click the link in the show notes or go to theshannonbaker.com forward slash membership and enter the code BETA. B as in boy, E, T as in Tom, A, and it's all caps, B-E-T-A. Once you enter your credit card information, make sure you look for an email message that has the subject line, access your purchase from Mighty Society. There's going to be a link inside of there that you need so that you can get onboarded and into the membership. And I can't wait to see you there. Now, if you have a question about anything that I've talked about in this episode today or the membership, make sure you DM me on Instagram. And if you love this episode, please feel free to share it and tag me at the underscore Shannon Baker. I can't wait to hear from you. I would like to thank you for tuning in this week. But before you go, I want to remind you that just listening to this episode is not going to improve your business operations. So I challenge you to pick one thing that you're going to take action on today. If that means hopping on a call with me to get some questions answered about the Mighty Society membership, a back office assessment, or anything else that you've heard me talk about in this episode, that's okay. Or if you're not quite ready to take that step yet, then just make sure you connect with me on Instagram at the underscore Shannon Baker. You can also ask your questions there or just let me know that you enjoyed the episode by sharing it and tagging me. That's a great way for you to show the podcast some love and help me reach more small business owners who could use this type of support. I can't wait to connect with you there and to hear from you. So until next time, keep calm and streamlined.